0: And it's Weekly Comics Monthly, and I am Zach.
1: And I am Jim. Yeah, we are back again for another month. <laughs> um, now we're going to be talking about the month of February in 2080 and Weekly yep. Shonen Jump in the lands of manga and whatever we call comics in Great Britain. Probably just comics. Probably, yeah, just comics. Um, So it's been a whole month. What have you been up to, Zach?
0: Um... Not a heck of a lot. We went away for a weekend to Budapest. That was nice. And Budapest. All. Budapest.
1: God, it must yeah, be nice. fun living in a in a country that it's so easy to like go to foreign countries. All we got yeah. is Canada.
0: <laughs> That's actually really interesting because of this whole debate about whether we're going to leave or the stay U. in the yeah, EU. that's been a whole
1: thing. I've been listening I listened listen to public I've
0: radio. I've seriously all the time. been thinking about it. Just thinking it is so easy to get from country to country here in Europe. And I can't imagine what it's actually like in America. We to... need a
1: passport just to go to Canada now. It's it's <laughs> I remember when I was a kid we could just go pop across that border like it was nothing because who gave a crap? It's Canada. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now now it's now it's all got to have your paperwork in order before you go anywhere you got to get the please. rubber
0: glove. Oh, that was something that nearly happened to me, actually. That was um, a couple of people I was with decided to bring um, shot pouches full of lead, Ooh. but it was a diving trip, right. so um decided to shove it in their hand luggage. Was like, obviously, that sent the whole place off. And so, it
1: was like, so do you get uh, um, border checked at like the French border?
0: No, it was in the... Um, we took the single flight over, so it was at Manchester. So uh, the English board, obviously. Oh. So that was like um, we, we did get stopped and it was kind of like, mate, mate, mate. Why did you put lead in your in your hand luggage?
1: Yeah. Um, something like that way back in the 90s when I went to Canada, we were going up for a camping trip with the Boy Scouts and my dad brought a, brought a whole load of wood for, for campfires. Apparently, <laughs> you can hide drugs under bark, which we didn't, oh, yeah, we didn't thing, know though. about at the time. So oh, they, they don't so, like foreign wood coming into Canada.
0: No. <laughs> no, we will not be having any of your your devil drugs in uh, in our country. Not in the good country of Canada.
1: So um so yeah. Yeah, no, it's Budapest. Where's Budapest? That's that's North Africa. Capital of
0: Hungary. Oh, Hungary. Okay. So, so that that that's still kind of like on the far fringes yeah, of you're, yeah. Europe. So what were you out no, uh, there and you're diving? Yeah, that was just for the one day. And then on the second day, by accident, there happened to be a beer fest. So that was us sorted.
1: So um, would you go, go by train or do you fly out there?
0: Oh, no, we flew out. It was about a four-hour flight. Yeah. But even then, it was like, oh, God, painful. I do not like flying at all. Yeah, me neither. It's, it, it's my one thing. It's not so much flying that's a problem. It's the taking off and the landing I don't yeah, like. Yeah,
1: that that's – that's. With, I, actually, takeoffs aren't too bad. It's It's definitely landings with me.
0: Uh, oh, gravity, that, that bitch. Oh, yeah. No, it's the taking off that gets me, because you get to, like, 50 feet, and all of a sudden my stomach's just, like, down about two foot shorter than it should have been. Yeah. And, oh, it's the worst And when, they, when the planes
1: come in for a landing, they start, like, dropping, like, 50 feet. <laughs> oh, they the stair-step down.
0: Yeah. And that's yeah. normal, apparently. Yeah, I, I really do not like flying. If I can avoid it, I will, but, um... Didn't really have a choice. It would have been like a five-day road trip to bloody Budapest. Yeah. But, uh, oh well. So anyway, how have things been over with you? Oh, pretty good. I've been, um,
1: I've mostly been uh, acclimating myself with some new software I've, I've, I've discovered um, that allows me to record uh, computer screen footage, like um, <laughs> video game footage.
0: Uh, a capture kind of so, technology. Yeah,
1: a ca- capture software. Um, I think I'm. What's it called? I'm using. Um, open broadcaster
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, software which is which is primarily designed for streaming to like twitch and stuff but it can also record um and i've been for years i've been wanting to do like do what the call the cool kids do and do like video game commentary crap so now, mm-hmm. now i've got i've tried using fraps before which was the previous standard but it was always like really bad results because it would be like it, would, it put a lot of stre- uh, strain on my processor this one is like super like l- lightweight i think it, oh yeah i think it puts most of the work on the graphics card i think that's the difference mm. so i did that and the capturing part is going pretty well the quality looks really good and it doesn't it doesn't cause any kind of like slowdown or anything but then okay. i discovered something really fascinating apparently do you know what blender is I have heard of Blender is answer. a is a 3D modeling program which is a bit like those professional programs like Maya and what what have you. Apparently, hidden inside of it is like a super robust video editor. Oh, like super robust, like 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 um. Oh, I don't uh, I don't even know what the industry standards call it anymore. But um, apparently it does. It's way better than Windows Movie Maker. I'll tell you that. Yeah. But um, so now I'm playing around with that, and I'm trying to decide what I'm going to record first and what I'm going to do. I think I'm going to do. Have you ever heard of Tex Murphy? I have heard of Tex Murphy. Yes. Yeah, Tex Murphy is a is a line of graphic adventures from the '90s. It's about a detective uh, in the like the near future. It's actually a bit 2000 AD. It's like a post-apocalyptic oh. world that's also cyberpunk. It's actually actually the world is a bit Judge Dreddy. Actually, now that I really think about it, but it's like he's a he's a he's a you know, he's a detective, and he bad things happen, and he solves the crimes. And...
0: Kind of a bit of simping detective. Yeah, it's, a bit, of... it's
1: a, definitely a bit simping de- detective, yeah. yeah. But I'm going to play, like, the first game in that series, and I'm gonna, basically going to play through it, record it all, then write up some sort of, like, analysis review, and then cut it together, hmm. and, you know, and just put it up on YouTube and see what happens.
0: Yeah, no. you see, I love kind of, like, watching playthroughs, just having them on in the background, yeah. because it, it, it's not something I would do in my own time. And because I'm not such a heavy gamer as it is, but I do like seeing other people like doing their thing. So like, you you can look at some of the big channels out there that I follow, like I don't know, just the Game Grumps, John right. Tron, John Tron, uh, favorite of mine, Jacksep- Jacksepticeye. Um, but big fans of all theirs, and um, it's just fun to see what they would do in that scenario. Like I've been really enjoying all the Fallout Four playthrough. I will probably not play Fallout Four Four for another two three years right so it's really cool seeing like all the things i will eventually be able to do when i have the time to play a game that will suck up five years of my life
1: yeah that game there's a lot there's a lot to do in that game um so yeah that's sort of a project i got going on right now is i just want to see if i can do this and so that's what i'm going to be doing in my free time what little i have left because I also have, <laughs> of course, I got two podcasts, and I'm playing a lot of Street Fighter V right now. So I got a lot of... Distract-
0: oh, God. Yeah. I've got that lined up on Steam. I haven't found it up yet. Oh, God. Did I, you buy I, it? I, you bought it? I have, I, I it, Well, I've, I pre-ordered it, oh. and I got the season pass. So when you and me Guile need and Juri... You and me
1: need to get at it.
0: I, I really do need but to. But you're waiting I'll for probably, jury. Yeah, I'm waiting for Guile more than anything else, because he's my, my heavy man. I didn't
1: realize you, you must you must have played Ultra 4 then. Yes. We should yeah. play. I never even thought to ask if you played Street Fighter on PC. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, um, we'll need to yeah. do something with that. I can yeah. record it. I can put it on the
0: internet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, we can play co-op and record. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, uh, it's Street Fighter 4 looks pretty... Eight, uh, 5 even looks pretty... Eight, 5 so is 4 great. Good I love well. it. I
1: love it a lot more than 4. The combos... Well, a lot of people complain because the combos are a lot simpler, but I like it a lot more because the combos are simpler. Because mm-hmm. I hate focus canceling. I thought it was like oh, yeah, the worst. Yeah, in four. Um, but um, that was kind of was...
0: like one of those those kind of like one of those things in fighting games that you almost almost spoil the game. It's like the whole tripping mechanism in brawl. brawl
1: yeah, because because you, you have... nearly
0: spoil brawl for me. Yeah,
1: because if you play against anyone who knows what they're doing, you get absolutely dominated because oh god, cause they extend their combos so long. But anyway, but yeah, Street Fighter V is a great game. I play, I've play. i been playing a lot of Nash and um, Bison, actually.
0: Hmm. There's, yeah, there's, there's quite... I've noticed there's quite a few characters my favorite. Like, um... Oh, I really don't look of a lot of the new characters, actually. Yeah, she's
1: a lot of fun. He's basically an SNK character, though. Okay. Because he has a run. He runs and does instead of dashes. It's funny. To me. Um... But yeah, uh, sweet. Laura's fun, but I I have trouble with her because her normals are kind of short, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, she's very. I haven't been able to figure out as well as I'd hoped. And who else is new? Uh, oh, oh, um, um, Fong. Fong. I haven't played any Fong. He is very interesting. He's got a lot going on.
0: He's kind of weird. He c- kind of gets the impression he's one of those comedy characters. That, yeah, uh, but he
1: plays. He plays good. He's got all these poison mechanics. He doesn't do a lot of damage, but he poisons you. That. Over time uh, takes your health away, so it balances out. But he's also a charge character, so you really got to know what his his moves are. I haven't I'm still a, oh I haven't, I haven't put a lot of time into him. I want to though because he's actually really interesting.
0: I'm still a bewildered that they decided to bring Mika back.
1: Mika is probably one of the best characters in the game. Her moves are ins- really? absurdly good. She's got okay. She's got all kinds of gimmicks going on, but she's a she's almost a pure grappler. She's but she's got speed too, so she's get in. Her EX, one of her EX grabs is like absurdly strong. Mm. Yeah, she's a good character to play if you like grapplers. Um, yeah. I do, I do. That's kind of why I'm waiting for Alex as well, because Alex, he was one of my main... Alex yeah, is definitely one of my favorite characters and I'm glad he's coming
0: back. He was completely absent from 4 as well, which is yeah, was was, like, he completely replaced Ken and Ryu for a while. If
1: you like grapplers, Birdie is a great character in this game. Okay. Yeah, he has got all kinds of grappler tricks. So hes
0: Isn't Birdie a return? Yeah. I he's, just he's can't a... remember him from any other game. See, games, that's the thing about
1: to... this game. There's eight returning world warriors from Street Fighter 2. There's four new characters, and there's four characters from Alpha. And that's Birdie, Karen, uh, Mika, and Nash. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, th- this game has a lot of Alpha characters returning.
0: It's a pretty interesting uh, mix-up. And start just looking at the the previews for all the DLC that'll be coming out. I mean, ju- just the preview past ones, obviously, just going to be the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. I have No yeah. idea how many more they're going to. Well, introduce.
1: the plan is they're going to treat it like League of Legends, and probably re- release a new character every month or two, for cool. for the duration.
0: So. Oh, there's the one character that has? I did, I completely forgot about him. He's like this secret agent type, but he's almost Q ca- Q Q, yeah.
1: Q is my number one. Most desired character in the game.
0: I, I I don't think I've actually played a specific game he was in. So he, he
1: was in uh he was in Third Strike.
0: Oh, I don't think I've played Third Strike. Oh, you never played Street Street Fighter Three? I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. Well, I, I feel I like, I if you like have... you like
1: Alex, you must play Street Fighter Three. Unless you play Tatsunoko versus Capcom.
0: I'm probably only remembering Alex through Tatsunoko. Actually, I'm probably getting. It's been a good couple of years since I last played. Street Fighter consistently. Yeah, that's... Street
1: Fighter 3 was... Alex was the hero of Street Fighter 3.
0: Yeah, of course he was. I'll I'll have Oh, yeah,
1: just... Yeah. I'll have to uh, get you up on some Street Fighter 3, because that's that's probably the best Street Fighter game. Yeah,
0: they're all on Steam, aren't they?
1: No, Street Fighter 3 is not. I'll have to, like... uh, There's this thing called Fight Cade I'll have to hook you up with. Okay. But,
0: yeah. Street Fighter's
1: fun. But you gotta practice a lot, so it eats a lot of time. So you know, there's a lot of a lot of things going on that I'm trying to balance and. Yeah. But
0: I've a- I've got quite a few things going on as well. I've got I'm still writing a few scripts together. That I hope to send off to a couple of small press things if I ever build up the courage.
1: Yeah, I got that going on tonight. Actually, I got a friend and a friend from a writers group coming over that we're gonna have a writing powwow. Try to you know focus on doing some writing tonight. So I got some writing going on myself.
0: Yeah. And I'm also trying to work on my art a little bit, and in between, obviously, reading loads of comics and just working. Yeah. God, yeah. I wish I didn't have to work.
1: Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've been reading a lot of comics too. Like uh, I've been reading this new manga, um, Ultraman, which may sound familiar to some uh, by name. Um, but Ult- <laughs> Ultraman, the manga, is apparently it's um, well, what it is is it's a sequel to the original 1960s Ultraman TV show. Mm. Um it ignores everything that came after. Um, but it, it creates like a, a scenario where all the giant monsters have been have gone away for like thirty years and now the world's in danger again, and the guy who, who shared bodies with the original Ultraman, he has had a son and has passed on some of the abilities of Ultraman to him as a result. And it's actually a really good action series.
0: Um, it is. It, it's pretty damn near I've been oh, reading it Oh, you as have well. read it. Okay. Yeah, I, I've read the first two volumes. Yep,
1: that's it's, all I've uh, read as well. It's it, it's 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 really good. Uh, I don't know what makes it really good though. It's hard to really pinpoint. It's it's got a really punchy
0: like rhythm to it. It has. It's it, it's. Um, I think we've discussed this a little bit before. The uh, the fact that Japanese superheroes are by tradition. Different to America. obviously American uh, superheroes. They tend to be more in the vein of like kind of a child friendly kind of all ages scenario, whereas um, American uh, superhero comics grew up quite quickly. So you have everything like uh, you have Cayman Rider, you right. have Super Sentai. And uh, uh, this version. For Godzilla fans, you have Jet Jaguar. Ah, Jet yeah. Jaguar. Only Americans like Jet Jagger. I like Jet Jaguar, <laughs> the Jet Jaguar song. Yeah, but n- Mighty, uh, not Mighty Man. Um, Ultraman. Ultraman even is kind of in that same vein of kind of uh, originating as like a children's tale, and it still is really. I'd yeah, say this like, is a pretty. This is still a, this is still a pretty like all ages accessible title. I'd say.
1: Is it because I, I think it definitely takes has a little edge of like. Of a, a violence to it that the original did not have, but I think it's more vicious. I think.
0: I think some of its yeah, actually... I could. It could just be that um. I, I've, I've softened to the idea of like this kind of story being read by all ages, but I do think it's still got that kind of childish charm to it. But it's just kind of been modernized a little bit. Yeah, I get you. So there's, there's kind of less of the um. Overtly, I uh, I don't want to use the word tacky, but kind of gaudy it, cheeriness it, it, that was in the original it, right. series. It's not
1: camp like the original no, was. No, no,
0: that's the word. Yeah, it's it's much more grounded, realistic. Yeah, is yeah. so to speak a, a lot more. No, I don't want to say realistic. It's about Ultraman for God's sake. Huh. Uh, but it's more but grounded,
1: um, more down to earth. I mean, the the big difference here is uh, the the main Ultraman character doesn't grow to the size of you know. 20 stories, like the original Ultraman. The whole thing is that he has most of Ultraman's strength, but he's still human-sized. Which I think is my one thing I don't like about it, is that they they don't have the giant monsters. It's more... It's actually... It's more like Kamen Rider, where you have a normal-sized person fighting other normal-sized monsters. Yeah. So, Which is kind of weird that they went with Ultraman when they're not really using that aspect.
0: I'm cool with that in the respect that it it just it gives me Power Rangers flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of the big deal for it, is it feels like... Uh, it doesn't just feel like it's tributing um, Ultraman. It feels like it's tributing the
1: whole... Yeah, the whole genre of genre, genre Sentai,
0: of, of Sentai. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's pretty great, because... He, he, a lot of these don't get translated. Like sentai as a genre doesn't get translated into the west yeah. a lot. I don't even I don't particularly know how active it We is still these have days. Power
1: Rangers and occasionally a Kamen Rider show will come. And of, but of course with those ones they take the action footage and they reshoot all the light all the all the live it's action. It's effectively
0: stuff. a new show. It's effectively point, a new it?
1: show. Yeah. So they basically save a ton of money by not having to shoot the action scenes in North America. So they just shoot the the character scenes. Yeah, but um, I, I do believe they try to keep the storylines a lot closer than they used to because the original the original basis of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is super different, like crazy different. Uh, I
0: really are, are we talking about? I we talking about like what um what it was in Japan or yeah where, like the original version here in the West?
1: Right, the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the specific Super Sentai show it was based on, was completely different than what I see. what North America got. I'm not sure what, the, what what you guys got in terms of that. Did you get Mighty Morphin
0: Power Rangers? We got Mighty Morphin, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but I think it we didn't get the space series. I forget it specifically. Yeah, now. yeah. And Power I think Power Rangers we, in Space. It was probably the worst. Power Rangers Space. Yeah, I think we missed out pretty much everything from then up to Beast. Um, oh Christ, what was it called? I should remember. Dino this was Thunder. the one I watched as a kid. Dino Thunder? Dino no, not Dino Thunder. Thunder. It was. Um, wild force
1: wild force i i that was well after i stopped caring about power rangers
0: yeah that nicely that was kind of the point where i was a kid and i was watching it that was i think that was the only one i ever watched in its entirety it was wild. i watched a bit of, i watched a bit of dino force i watched a bit of samurai none of them I, I think after it was after that point i just kind of stopped you know now now caring
1: either the last one or the current one is like train based it's, it's what? They're like trains. Like their masks have like train tracks on them and they all have tra- I
0: didn't want to say it, but they are scraping the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, well
1: they did dinosaurs again and now they're back to ninjas, I think. I don't know. <laughs> Common yeah. rider's cooler.
0: Yeah. Uh, I actually honestly, I've never I've never watched any Common Rider.
1: I have made several attempts to watch Ultraman. Uh there's actually some current Ultraman going on that's pretty good, but it's definitely skewed for a younger audience.
0: Isn't there a movie coming out this year? They come out with a movie every
1: year. Um, usually, okay. usually it's a TV show spinoff uh, or or direct continuation. It's they 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 do movies versions of whatever current seasons going on. Uh, I, I think see. it's Ultraman okay. X is what's what the current season is. Okay. And it goes back to the roots of there's a there's a Earth like defense force and there and then there's also an Ultraman who's crashed on Earth, and so they're. But the kid who is possessing Ultraman is also in the defense force, so he's kind of like trying to keep it a secret. Ah, okay. It's that sort of thing.
0: It's kind of like a dual life kind of thing. Yeah. Like, f- fighting, um, fighting forces of evil two different ways. Yeah. Okay, I like that. I can get behind a story like that. What confuses me sometimes about the likes of Ultraman and stuff like that is how many just how much of it there is. Oh, there's a and lot like, of
1: it. There's been an Ultraman series every year, probably since the 60s.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh. And besides like reading this manga, is is I can read it on its own without worrying yeah. the, about any uh, of the history. Right. The only thing you need to know
1: about it is that there was an Ultraman,
0: that, and, and it happened, and then yeah. this happened. Yeah. The whole kind of Ultraman-verse is just, you know, something you can just explore at your leisure. Yeah. And... Yeah, it's 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 an interesting concept. I do know that at some point there was an Ultraman Godzilla team up, but that's pretty much the oh. only episodes of Ultraman I've ever watched. See, that's weird because I don't think that's ever.
1: I I guess I don't know. I didn't think that ever happened. I know there it- there was another giant superhero show that did have Godzilla in it, but it
0: wasn't. That's Ultra. probably what I'm thinking yeah, of because Ultra. from what I've heard, it was like an Ultraman costume that was just repainted as yeah. this new hero. Toho.
1: Toho, who owns Godzilla, did their own giant superhero show, and that show yeah. had Godzilla show up a couple times.
0: Yeah, I, I know that one. I haven't watched it myself, but I know um, the Cinemassacre team yeah. did a yeah, they it, video it. on it. Yeah, that's that's and one. It had, it had like King Ghidra and Gaidra yeah. and um, uh, Gigan in it. They look, look
1: cool. My dream movie is Godzilla...
0: Gamera? Gamera? Godzilla, Gamera, Ultraman movie. It will happen someday. I think at this point they're just kind of they know people want a gamma Godzilla movie and they're not doing it because reasons.
1: So anyway, yeah, that that was basically my month. Basically, I was reading, you know, playing around with software, reading books, you know, the usual stuff.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, it's been a bit manic with me with the whole moving thing, but I've still made time for my comics, of course, and all my other interests. But uh, hey, I'm not the one moving, so there we go. (laughs)
1: Um, so let's get into it. Um, we're going to talk about <clears throat> Weekly Shonen Jump uh, first this this, this episode. Um, what did you want to talk about first?
0: Uh, oh, yeah. Um, every now and again, Weekly Shonen Jump previews the first three chapters of any new series that they run, except for the truly awful ones, because we don't want to see them. Um, one of the ones that uh, debuted this month was a title called Kometsu no Yaiba. Uh, it's Basically, a feudal Japan supernatural series, and it's actually pretty neat. Yeah, I kind I kind of like it. I, I definitely like it a lot. I like I like it a lot more than some of the stuff that's been previewed. And considering what it's been put up against, which is apparently uh, another horrible harem series, which we can live without reading, thank you. Um, it's definitely a lot more original. I do like the the kind of the, the slant on the fact that. Uh, it is a kind of demon supernatural series and we've got a few of them going already, but it's different from the other ones because it's not battle orientated. It's a, it's, it's an adventure slash journey story, almost kind of like a, a traditional kind of like feudal Japan tale.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's the story of a boy, well, you know, it's, it's, it's you know, a story about a boy, um, uh, a poor, um, actually, what is he? A charcoal seller he they they collect sticks burn the wood and sell the charcoal in town they're pretty poor hmm. um but he is uh, he lives out in the woods and his entire family gets killed by demons
0: oh yeah oh it's also pretty brutal a series
1: yeah except for his uh, youngest sister who is possessed by a demon
0: uh, possessed i was under the impression it's kind of like an infection almost kind of like um, a 28 days later kind of thing where it's it's they're kind of semi-sentient zombies.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. I, I read it as possession myself, that, that whatever this is has basically inhabited slash replaced her. Okay. And only through, like, force of will she is, is resisting
0: it. Now, see, I see, I read it as being, like, obviously said, like, some kind of virus thing that uh, kind of inhibits the brain and turns you into, like, a, a, a primal animalist type.
1: yeah. I mean, I I, I do see, like, there's, like, veins, like, throbbing in her forehead, like there's something, like, in in her blood or something, Mm. but I'm not really sure, you know, I'm not really sure. I mean, we haven't gotten far enough in the series that it's all been established, the rules have been established yet.
0: No. All that's been established is that uh, there are demons in this world, there's a small group of individuals who are trained to kill these demons, and, um that's about, oh and the demons are allergic to sunlight that's about it after three chapters that's all you'd expect though, I don't like it when you come into a series and there's a massive dump of like world building, so I, I I like the pace of it, I also kind of just like the fact that it's, it's somewhat downbeat
1: yeah, definitely a, a sort of a almost a downer type of series. I mean, because his whole family got slaughtered and his sister is a mess, you know, he's it, definitely going to have hard times ahead.
0: It, it's also kind of like, it's quite straight faced. There's not a heck of a lot of comedy going on. Usually with a series like this, in order to intermit all the, uh, the, the gruesomeness or the, the, um,
1: brutality, the, uh, the, the
0: brutality, there would be some kind of humorous comedy side to it, but it doesn't really appear to be anything to it. It's, it, it just has its own kind of tone. Almost kind of. It, it's a black comedy, I would say. Yeah. There's some briefly comedic things about this, like how as soon as the sister, once she's been possessed, discovers that she's allergic to sunlight, she spends most of the time just kind of huddled up like a cat. Right, you know, the, in a uh,
1: basket, yeah.
0: Yeah. So the look that's on her face of, is kind of funny. That's kind of amusing. But other than that, there's no real kind of like outright humor to it. it it it's certainly got a lot of potential and off of three chapters I'd, I'd say i'd rate it higher than some of the things we've had in the past
1: what was that one with the it was it was a detective agency it was in the
0: oh um kigami gami
1: yeah i missed that one that one was really good i don't think it was as good as that but it's definitely one of the better ones mm.
0: yeah i'd rate it above uh Christ, I don't know. That one Judo series yeah. we had. Yeah, and that obviously that, that one was about demons
1: too and like yeah, that, I I like Judos. I actually like that series a lot, but I definitely say this is better than that.
0: And then of course every now and again there's just a a bit of fodder that we we just glance over like <coughs> E-Robot.
1: E-Robot, yes.
0: It's actually kind of funny that we we've not had Lady Justice or that current Hot Springs series that's ongoing both because of a very vocal backlash of the first three chapters of E-Robot.
1: I see oh I get it. Didn't Apparently, that one didn't
0: that one get canceled like super fast though? Oh, that one got canceled after like 8 chapters, which I'm pretty sure is a record. <laughs> so, that's uh, that's that's justice. Suddenly Buddy Strike got canceled after 8 chapters as well. Ooh. So yeah. Man, that was fast. Like girl I know, it's it's yeah, 8 chapters. That's kind of like you you out of the belt. You they're not rated on the the ranking system for two months so that's eight chapters so it's like literally the second it was put on the ranking system they realized that they had, had an absolute turkey and they were like that nah, now nah, mate you're not publishing this anymore i don't know i just find that kind of amusing i don't know where this is ranked yet because yeah. it's round about the it's round about the point now where it will start to get ranked so
1: yeah i gotta wonder i gotta wonder how well it'll do i bet a bit it'll last more than eight chapters
0: oh yeah well, the thing is, there's loads of things finishing in the jump right now. So there's plenty of openings for uh, uh, for, uh, for it to take over from. Yeah. Like Assassination Classroom's ending, Gintama's like, ending. Like soon? Uh Assassination Classroom's ending in about... Two weeks. Oh, it's got okay, two chapters left. All right, that is pretty soon. Uh, gintama's ending sometime round about the spring. Well, which um, one's gintama? Gintama's the the parody comedy series. It's basically one massive piss take of Bleach, and it's actually pretty funny. Oh, okay. I'm I'm I, ever since the English jump started, I'm amazed it was not included. But I think it's probably because in like 2005, when they tried to release it, sales were really bad. Oh, okay. So it's like they only released the first twenty volumes, and there's something like sixty odd volumes, and uh, yeah, they they haven't released any more than that. So that's probably why it's not included. But it's you know it's still a shame. Uh, what else is ending? Oh, Nisekoi is ending. Apparently, it, it would look that way. It,
1: it definitely feels like it's getting towards an ending. I I, I won't miss it.
0: Yeah, and, uh, uh, yeah, apparently Toriko's coming to a conclusion as well.
1: It definitely feels like it's rushing towards something. We'll see if it's you know ends anytime soon.
0: I think it's a serious shame because I, I love Toriko. For everything that's wrong with it and right with it at once, I do absolutely, I, I adore Toriko. Yeah.
1: So chapter three hundred and sixty. I wonder if 400s too soon to end.
0: Four hundred. I think four hundred be about right. The only thing I have with um, Toriko ending so soon is there seems to be one big um, plot thread that's not going to be developed on, and it's the fact that for the last like fifty odd chapters or so, they've been really pumping up the fact that there's gourmet cells in space.
1: Oh yeah, and actually we could segue right into Toriko now because uh, I, I, I want to talk about Toriko. Oh, yeah. Because, um, has gotten freaking weird these last couple of months. Like, yeah. I can almost, I've almost lost track of the plot a couple of times, and I think, I'm not even sure I know what the plot is anymore.
0: <laughs> well, way back, way back when, when we, I think it was probably the first episode, actually, when we first started talking about Toriko, um, we discussed the fact that all the groups, all five main protagonists split off into different groups to go and hunt down all the parts of the, the, the full-course meal congruently. Right. Of those five groups, we only followed Komatsu all the way. Right. We saw nothing of Zebra's team, nothing of Sunny's, nothing of Coco's, and virtually nothing of Toriko's. So they managed to find all those pieces off-panel and if that doesn't reek of, like, the editor saying, sorry, you can't show all of this, that one arc in the in the shell took you about a year as it was. So, I don't know. I get the feeling he's being rushed along a bit, maybe?
1: I'm actually kind of glad, because I kind of didn't want to have to get, get
0: bogged down with all of that. Yeah, I can picture it taking years if he'd taken that route to have covered all the... Um, the 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 different story arcs for the the full course meal
1: right i mean we i mean they did wait a minute what did what did, what did they wind up doing they got pear which was yeah. the monkey king and that was the only one they got as a group before they split up yeah okay
0: they got an uh they got another and they got news and they got all the other stuff off panel komatsu's team was the only one i think that was another actually I forget, sometimes the names get a bit muddled up. Yeah,
1: they are a bit weird.
0: One thing I'd really like to do about Toriko is if it does conclude or it's like if it ends on a like a finite note, just go back and read it all because there's still a massive hole in uh I mean I've not read somewhere between Volume 10 and Volume 30 or something.
1: Yeah, I, my, my gap's even larger. I mean, I think I read up to Volume 3, and then I picked up wherever this started a few years ago. I mean, at the time, I thought, oh, this is fairly straightforward, but now it's gotten complicated, because, um, like, Don Slime is a really kind of interesting guy, but I've been having trouble tracking exactly who he's attached to. Because he is a gourmet, oh, he's a gourmet yeah. cell demon who appears to be autonomous.
0: But he was attached to Echiru, uh, wasn't he? And yeah, he, he was—he like...
1: was, was like the president of the world or something.
0: Yeah, he was—he was, uh, he was um, a, a bigwig. Or he, he was of the gourmet core. Yeah, and. Um... He died, died at actually...
1: the end of the last, the the previous arc, right? Like.
0: Yeah, that was kind of round about the point I jumped on. So I literally jumped on after Toriko and Starge and had their massive throwdown. Right. All of a sudden, there's this other massive throwdown going down, and I I was kind of like, what on earth is going on? What is this? And obviously then there was the big time skip, and that was when I starts to actually understand what was going on in yeah. Toriko. And now it's gone full circle I don't understand completely what's going on again, but I'm enjoying it. The
1: world's ending, I can tell you that much.
0: Yeah. It's um this neo villain is he's an interesting figure, I think. Well,
1: he's another he's another um Gourmet Cell demon,
0: right? Or no. Yeah, he's he was, he's one of the really early ones, right. like from before Gourmet Cell. He was created by
1: existed. the he was created by like the Blue Nitros to like cleanse worlds to like prepare them for
0: Yeah. But he was a weakling one and he was left he was left behind by all the others, and because he didn't have any competition, he went uh went and started eating everything in a proper creepy fashion. and he's got like a face. He has he, he has an anus face is the only way I could describe he has anus face with herpes. And
1: what does he get called? He's called um uh ac- acacia. acacia? he was he was the other guy right the
0: uh he, he was Ichiryu's use um kind of like in, a master instructor kind of the one who taught him everything he also taught um oh jiru and um oh christ what's the other villain's name
1: oh uh, the one that star june is with yes yeah oh. he's
0: star lord um Christ, I forget his name. God, there's he's so, there. many so many characters. This, <laughs> not, not, <laughs> yeah, not, this is the not, one thing. Not, not quite this is Naruto
1: what, levels, but it's getting there.
0: Yeah, this is. but the thing is, it's not. What, what it was with Naruto in the final arc was it was all the characters from the Naruto storyline um, against this one dude. Here we have multiple story arcs, go, well, storylines going on at the same time. And it's kind of a choppy storyline going on. I don't feel like he's fully, like, filling them out um, as well as he could do, if you know what I mean. I do feel like we could have focused on uh, one scene more than others, particularly the one with um, Joey and... Ah, oh, Christ, what's this? I'm going to look it up on the wiki, this guy's name, because I'm Which losing one? my... Which one? Uh, The guy with... Um, it's kind of half-brother, but... um. That's going on as well. I think if we just focus on, like, Toriko's storyline at the moment, because, good Christ, there's a lot going on. It's weird when you have to look at the wiki to try and remember you who know, someone is. This
1: raises an interesting point why, uh, of the significant difference between, like, um, uh, Japanese comics and, you know, Western comics. Is is it because their names are are are, are less, like, culturally similar that it's harder to keep track of these characters, or is it just because there seems to be a t- tendency to keep around all of your cast? Mm. I mean, ju- let's take Judge Dredd. Judge Dredd has a ton of characters, but they're not that hard to keep straight. And, no. But they also don't show up every single
0: issue. Yeah, you can remember who Mrs. Gunderson is.
1: Because she shows up, and she shows up maybe once or twice a- once a year. Mm. If, that. if that.
0: Yeah, I think what it is, is particularly with... Um... Shonen series is the, the the general fact that they will, over time, gather a large cast. And quite often, these characters will come in in groups. So sometimes it's difficult to keep tabs on who everyone is. Then there's obviously the language barrier with yeah. people's names. Um, thing is, with, uh, like, say, One Punch Man or Hero Academia, is those characters can be given romanized. Um, nicknames They're hero names Yeah, so it's that easier helps. to keep tabs on who they right. are. Toriko uh, Midora is the guy I was talking about Casey is uh, disciple and Ichiryu's half brother okay and he was the guy who killed Ichiryu or oh, apparently it was apparently a blue nitro um what I reckon it was with like the the kind of like, the names is I think it's primarily a language barrier thing, trying to remember all of them.
1: The names just, they go in your, your head and then it rolls out unless it actually comes back up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I definitely think it's a phonetic kind of thing, which is, you know, fair enough. It's what's going to happen. Uh, but I think sometimes what can be the problem is you, when when a series becomes oversaturated with characters, quite a few of these characters will have similar sounding names. True.
1: Uh, that doesn't help.
0: Yeah in their romanized version they seem very similar but in the original japanese they're completely different because obviously they'll have different i think there's like three different languages in uh, that form the whole kind of core of the japan main language cuz you've got like the kanji and um i forget the other two yeah. i'm so awful yeah but it's yeah. uh, it's definitely a language barrier thing when it comes to remembering individuals because you can visualize them that's not a problem if i was to like describe each individual character visually, oh, yeah. I wouldn't have a problem with. Yeah, that.
1: not a problem. You when you see their faces, you go, "Oh, I know that character." But when someone talks about a character by name, you go, "Who's that?"
0: Yeah, it's it's a fundamental it's a fundamental issue with the language barrier. Um, but as I said, some series are better than others. It's like I don't currently have a problem with Black Clover. Right. I don't I don't generally have a problem with Bleach. But then again, a lot of Bleach characters have German names, so that helps. That does help. Um, but no, it's, it's particularly with Toriko because there's just so many core characters. It, it's like even characters who in previous arcs might not have been that important. I mean, it's like brunch isn't that important, but in recent arcs, he has been right. So it's, 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 it's kind of an interesting dilemma at times. It does like seem in-
1: like here at the end of the month that it, it has coalesced into a more tight team. Again,
0: yes. it's cut back down to the main the main five
1: group. plus Star June. Main six plus Star June,
0: and that's that, that's basically the way I'd want it uh, if it does come to end game. Because other than that, you've obviously got um, um, Don Slime and Neo and Joey, and basically because there's so many different factions of villains at this point, you've yeah. got Neo, you've got the Nitros, you've got the Gourmet um, Neo. Um, oh. Christ, the Shikubakai. There's just so much going on. Oh, there are that, a
1: lot of factions. You, you didn't. That, that's also something else going on. It's hard to keep track of everyone's motivations sometimes.
0: Can be. That can be a big problem. And I will be fair to Naruto. That wasn't a problem because <laughs> in the final arc, it was just basically this guy wants to destroy the world. Nobody else wants him to do that.
1: It's a big bad. rumble. A bad. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> And that's also the thing with bleach, isn't it? You guy, the guy, the guys in the kimonos are the good guys. The guys in the German Luftwaffe uniform, the, the
1: superheroes are bad guys.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that one wrestler dude, he's a bad guy. That's um, but, but sometimes with Toriko, it becomes a little bit too blurred for my liking, particularly at times when certain characters have a bit of a same face going on. Right. That's kind of funny with Shimabakura's art At times it's really distinctive At other times some people start to look a bit the same I still really enjoy Toriko for what it is I, I don't hold any kind of grudges against anything like that. It doesn't annoy me yeah, in any it's a, way. it's a
1: big dumb action series wh- wh- whose oh, exactly. core conceit is pretty dumb, but it, it, it's it's still pretty fun. Indeed. They're going to they're, oh. they're they're cooking the they're cooking the world for like I don't even know what's they're what they're going to feed it to, but they're, they're preparing <laughs> the world to be eaten by
0: something. Yeah, something that's so big everything that's happening on earth is insignificant in comparison. That's ultimately the big end game, I reckon, and that's why I, I brought up the whole kind of space gourmet cell thing because that just seems like a potential
1: capture level infinite.
0: <laughs> yeah. It'd be the new over nine thousand if anybody cared, <laughs> but no, I'm I, I'm still enjoying Toriko. Yeah, me too.
1: I mean, I I I'm I'm interested to see it end. Um, you know, I'll miss it if, when it's gone, but um. <laughs> I just hope it gets replaced by something good.
0: Yeah, it would definitely need something in the same vein to take over from it. Yeah, you couldn't you couldn't imagine um, Kimetsu no Yaiba taking over from it, or God help us, another Harem series.
1: Yeah, definitely. This, there's definitely a, a lack of good action series right now. Well, that's a lie. My Hero Academia kind of covers a lot of those bases. But mm. I, I think what we need is a, like an, an action adventure series where there's you know traveling involved, like Dragon yeah. Ball or Toriko has.
0: Oh, guess what? What? Hunter X Hunter could do that. If, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when can we have this back, please? They'll man, they'll never get to that continent. Oh God, yeah. That was a weird one. I I'm not one of these people who bashes the writer because he's, he's he is obviously ill but um you would have thought 2 years would have been long enough for him to do something in that time
1: just find another artist i mean i know the art is probably a big draw but just write it mm. i mean yeah. others i mean it's it's unusual but it's not unheard of
0: yeah do you know who i thought would be a good fit for hunter hunter who? uh the the guy who illustrated stealth symphony
1: oh yes that would be a good choice
0: not just because it was obviously gorgeous art but because it's in the same kind of Vain, the same kind of attitude to how you draw people. Right. I I just think that'd be a, a personally good one, but um I I don't know I yeah. don't know. We could talk about Hunter Hunter some other day because that's a whole big um kind of worms.
1: So um let's uh talk yeah. about 2080 a bit. Um let's talk about Strodium Dog. Oh God yeah. Um
0: what are you uh, thinking
1: of this current arc? I mean overall I think it's been you know good. Uh, kind of a, a return to like a classic Strodium dog heist story.
0: Yeah. I, I've I've been digging it. I've been digging it a lot. Sometimes I kind of forgot what the, 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 the main motive was. Right. I could because they got so bogged down in trying to steal this this, brain. this this brain from the, the robotic empire. Um from the oh God, what were they called? Oh the Gel Ganthians. Ganthians Um they're pretty sweet actually they're a they're a cool idea like a, a, a race of um, organic beings who become so obsessed with technology uh, they don't necessarily augment themselves but they enter the mindset that they are machines right they're they're a cool idea like um, uh, that, that storyline was going on for perhaps a few too many chapters yeah to the point I, I completely I completely forgot about the rock right the whole
1: point of this is that they're trying to get the rock repossessed uh, from this uh, space pirate who is using it as a kind of a, a safe haven for criminals. Yeah, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, he's, he's he's literally Jabba the Hutt. So Alpha is trying to manipulate this 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 powerful empire to do their heavy lifting for them mm. by playing both sides.
0: Yeah, he's he's there's this whole double cross thing where they steal the brain, uh, they hand the brain over to the Rock. They say, "Oh look." They've stolen your Holy Grail, um, and the the Glanthons storm the Rock, and obviously the Strontis get what's left over. Yeah, it's it's a pretty cool story premise. It was an interesting idea that they threw this uh, this other faction in these two sisters who end up stealing the brain. Yeah, I
1: thought that was um uh, that tw- I thought that was an interesting twist to the story because it seemed like oh everything's kind of going. I thought Kidney was going to screw it all up, but then that happened instead.
0: Kid will never screw anything up because he's he's an asshole and a narcissist, but he's good at his job. It's kind of like I like I like the original Kidney, um, from oh like all those flashback stories from a few years back. Yeah. Um. But I like I like the new one as well. But his son. Yeah. I think this kind of gives Stronty Dog like a generational thing going on.
1: Definitely. Um. I mean, this is like. This having all the old Strodium dog like dogs the uh, the like um oh see I was see here's another case where I forget everyone's name because there's actually this is a, this is a, probably a good good case of that where there's all these like characters from the history of Strodium dog and they're either they're there or their their descendants are here and I can't keep any of them their names straight. Yeah, well, there's McNulty obviously. B- McNulty of course. Um, two stickses. All oh, right. The two sticks Which, brothers, yeah,
0: they're pretty neat.
1: I do like they, the fact that they're not bad guys, and they seem yeah. pretty straightforward and straight laced. I mean, they're yeah. they're still they're still stickses, but they aren't like. I think it's a good step forward. They're because, not crooked. Yeah, I like. I think it's a good step forward for the sticks concept. Yeah, as opposed I, to continuing. I just like the
0: stickses as characters anyway. I've always liked them. They've always been some of my favorite things about Stronty Dog. So to have two in like a team like this, yeah, is yeah. is. It's a pretty neat little idea, and they're, they're very striking presences as always. Um, Carlos just blows all the designs out of the water. He's awesome. Um, oh, but who are the other characters? Uh, um, the arm. I, I recognize a few of them from the. Um, Something to fist. Um, the guy with the the arm. Oh, stretch. No, no. I think he's a new
1: character, and I think I think it's a she. What, Stretch? I think Stretch is a
0: girl. Oh. But don't quote me on that. Maybe. I'm not sure. No, 100% it really matters, but... um, Yeah. No, I definitely recognize Shaggy from a previous story, but I'm not sure which one.
1: Uh, Shaggy Dog. Uh, There's that whole, like, uh, part where they had to shave, or something like that.
0: Oh, oh really? yeah, that was in the previous arc, wasn't it? That was in the war arc. That was, a, he was, that, was... One, that was a while ago, actually. I, I I forget the details. I know the um. Oh, I I don't know his name though, but he's he's the guy who's got one raised elbow. Yeah, who's like half of his face.
1: Yeah, he's. I think he's like he's an old guy, like uh, like Mcnulty, uh, like um, Middenface, and and Johnny. I think he's from all the way back out in the uh, from the first mutant war.
0: He probably is. It's been years since I read um, the the first Mutant War story arc, yeah, and the the He's the been
1: treatment. around for a while. No, I guess Stretch is a guy. For some reason, I thought he was a girl. Mm. It's weird. Anyway, um, the thing about this arc is it, it's sort of t- it's, it's 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 a heist story. It's almost like a uh, uh, Ocean's Eleven type story, and that's all fine and good. And you know, I enjoy these sorts of stordium dog stories, but it doesn't feel as poignant as like when Johnny was re- resurrected and the mutant the mutant war kicked off again. I thought that was like I thought that was more important. I, I, I yeah. want to say. Uh, I think this also sort of illustrates Johnny really needs a new partner, and I don't mean Mid and Face. I mean like he needs. Not a replacement for Wolf. Uh, for it um, was it Wolf? Yeah, it's Wolf. Yeah. Uh, not a replacement so much as someone just new. Yeah. Um, if, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna go back to the old Storium dog formula, you've got to have a have yeah a, a partner. How's it about we bring Durham back? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> um. I I I don't really. She's she's not really my first choice. I don't think she really work. I think she works better as a, her own character. Okay. Um, I just think this needs to be somebody new, like new, new. Okay. U- unless you want to bring back the Gronk. No. <laughs> I love the Gronk. Under
0: under no no under no circumstances must they ever be allowed to bring the Gronk back, especially not after what happened in Strontium Dogs, right? Where he turned into a psychopath and started killing everyone. Oh god. Oh no. That's not canon anymore, actually, is it? I don't think so. No. Not not no, not, not
1: with Feral burned at the stake. Yeah. Who, yeah. who also should not be Johnny's partner.
0: <laughs> well, he he can't be Candy now. No, he can't. Thank not. God. Feral's was a horrible character. Um, I don't yeah. know. Actually, one of
1: these Sticks guys might be able to pull it off.
0: That's a good idea, actually. Or both of them could could actually have a team. I don't know. One might have might have to be killed off. Yeah, could do. That'd be a really cool redemption for the Sticks. I think to have one as a. An ongoing partner, um, for Johnny. a partner, a side character, yeah, that'd be cool. Because for me now, the sticks are as important a part of any Stronty Dog story as um, as Johnny himself. Yeah, you, you kind of need to have them there. I think that's pretty rad.
1: Yeah, I'm, I am curious where it's going to go after this arc because I assume he's going to be off on his own again. Uh, we'll we'll see. I mean, we'll see again in a year because we get a Strontium Dog story about once a year.
0: Oh yeah, it's consistently released, so that's it's always something you know is going to be uh, in 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 your prog each year. Carlos, I'm amazed as he managed to print pages out as quickly as he can, considering he's supposed to be doing another Judge Dread story this year. So, oh, is he uh, oh, excellent? I, yeah, he's doing one with uh, Wagner, I think. Well, of course. So that's that's something to look forward to because I always love Carlos. I mean, he does spaceships like no one. Oh,
1: else. Oh yeah, he does great spaceships. He does great like space uh, craft. I'm trying well, in general. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to say like the Rock is a really good like classic space design.
0: It is. It's just an asteroid with loads of bubbles on it. Yeah. But then the Galanthon ship turns up and it's just this gigantic cylindrical monstrosity that absolutely dwarfs the Rock. And I think that's a really cool splash page, where it just it kind of comes out of hyperdrive or no, it's it shields up, I reckon. Yeah,
1: his the shields are up, and it just everything is like smashing off. Oh, actually, I guess it's just shooting them. But yes, yeah. it's massive, and it, it, they cannot do anything about it.
0: Yeah, it's just like the Galanthan war robots are great designs, and he, he draws tech really, really well. He draws it in a Euro style, I think. Like you, you. you the, once again, going back to like the cultural aspects of it all, America draws sci-fi, um, like sci-fi scenarios different to England. England draws them different to Europe. Europe draws them different to Japan. It's like it's really interesting to see like a pure-blooded European artist illustrating a space uh, like a space scene. Yeah, glorious, glorious spaceships.
1: Yeah, I dig it. I dig it a lot.
0: Yeah, Stronty Dog's pretty solid at the minute. Uh, As you say, I will be interested to see where it goes from uh, from here on out.
1: Because I think it either either needs to, if you're going to keep doing these to traditional stories, it really's got to go back to being about Alpha basically just kind of like doing his job. I think, Mm. or it needs to go back to like the big epic. Story Mutants like. versus human conflicts type of stuff.
0: I rec- I reckon that's going to come back at some point because Nicky C- Wagner can't just glance over the, the the fact that all muties are now sterile.
1: Yeah, that that's that's huge.
0: That's uh, because eventually you're going to run out of muties.
1: Well, on Earth anyway. Apparently there's plenty. Oh, of there's ra- colonies out of in course, the yeah. out in the universe. But still, though.
0: Pretty big story aren't just to go and you know drop. In favor of smaller stories. Not that these aren't great, but I would like him to come back to it and maybe have one more of these stories and then go back to the big ongoing... I think
1: there's still more about Johnny's resurrection that
0: needs to be explored. Yeah, like what the bloody hell was that thing that was in his head?
1: Right. I, I, I fear that they got rid of that because they don't want to deal with it anymore, but I still think it needs to be dealt with.
0: Because it's still out there. It was in, they they used a time bomb on it, so it's still spinning around in space somewhere. Right. Somebody could pick it up, anything, I don't know. It was some kind of weird, like, Elder God thing. It'll run into
1: Judge Death in the the far (laughs) (laughs)
0: off. Yeah, we've got two undead monstrosities spinning in space. Ooh, wow. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be hilarious.
1: That would be hilarious if, like, Judge, if that, like... John Wagner decided, okay, we'll leave the Dark Judges spinning in space until the era of Strodium Dog, then yeah. <laughs> bring them back. And then in the end, they get time bubbled back to Dread's City
0: One. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's one of the, that's probably not going to happen. No,
1: probably not. <laughs>
0: but, but it would be cool. Yeah. I sometimes forget that Judge Death and everyone are still in space. They need to come back at some. Well, no, maybe they don't. But um, they will come back at some point.
1: They will eventually in five or six years when. Um, um, they run out of ideas. No, no, no. Uh, who drew? Who drew judgment? Oh, dark justice. Um. Who do, yeah, who drew dark justice? It was um. Ah. Uh, all I know is he's kind of slow to drawing, so he needs like four or five years. Staples. Staples. Um, yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's. He, does, he seems to be able to punch out covers really quickly. But when it comes to internal arts, it takes him a while.
1: Yeah. They were, it's it, like, they were previewing that for like two years before it came out.
0: came out. I know. <laughs> and now nobody talks about it anymore. Dark Justice wasn't the success I'd hoped it had been.
1: Yeah, it, it certainly wasn't a return to form. It felt more like an act one. Of something.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Who knows? But no. Strunty Dog. Great right now.
1: Yeah. Excellent. Better than the last time.
0: Yeah, because there's no intentional racism in this one. Yeah. So, what else? Uh, we've got a quick fire round coming up now. No, no, I no, no. Just, you want oh, to talk about The Order? Oh, of course, The Order. Christ. Yeah. Uh, well, this is obviously the second outing for The Order. Yep. The first one was
1: absolutely excellent. I liked, I really liked the original uh, run of The Order. I thought it was a really good mashup of like different like time periods, technologies, I, 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 it made for a very interesting sort of like conflict with like reality itself becoming un, unwound around mm. this this worms that like eat reality or eat time.
0: Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They was from what I can tell is they are uh, they, they feed off the fabric of reality and that causes time to be distorted. Right. Like, it's not in a literal sense, like, things will start manifesting in your time. Like, your memories start becoming, like, twisted. You start remembering things that haven't happened yet. Or may may um, never happen. Or may never happen, yeah. You start seeing, like, potential realities. That's um, that's a really interesting concept for me. And I think, stylistically, the Worms are a really interesting, quote-unquote, villain to have. Because they're they're just they're just these things that exist and go through the void and then obviously humans being the stupid things they are decide to propagate and worship these things and give them the give them the space and the time that they want to devour reality which they should not be allowed to do and that's why the order exists in order to take them down right which I think is a really interesting concept that humanity is is not intelligent enough to understand that these things are bad for them, um, or at least not the the bourgeois upper class who, you know, will do anything. So there's just kind of like these elite groups of individuals. And what I really like about this particular one is it draws on real life people in like a kind of Robbie Burns witch hunter type affair. Yeah. Or I don't know Abraham Lincoln conquers the dinosaurs. I don't know something like that. Because um, yeah. you get a sense that the order is like
1: a mixture of like fictional people based on like real events, and also real people who have become like affected by the the, the new order. Like uh, Francis Bacon is a, is a member who I don't oh, of who I don't know a lot about in a real world context.
0: No, neither do I. I know of Francis Bacon, and I know he was a great mathematician and inventor. Other than that, I don't know. We never So of course, this, in this is universe, you
1: can make handguns and repair robots because mm-hmm. because. Um, I I kind of like this. Um, oh, what's her name? Um.
0: The Mayan god.
1: Yeah, she yeah she is a survivor of a of a a culture that had collapsed, I believe, as a result of the worms. If I yeah. recall correctly.
0: Ista. That's she's her definitely
1: name. she's definitely not Spanish.
0: Yeah, that's the running gag for now, isn't it? It's like uh, her accent is a little vaguely Spanish, or perhaps it's just very, very racist British people not knowing. Yeah, What's what what an one? accent yeah. is. Ista, or, Ista is her name. Yeah, Ritterstyle's back online this time. Yeah, I, I, and, I and and Anna's still alive. I completely forgot she's borderline immortal. Yeah, because the whole the whole like
1: first half of this run, it was trying to find out where she is, who she is. Because uh, this guy got, basically his mind got overwritten by uh, the robot, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ristal? Yeah. So he was searching for her. Yeah. Which, which, hit, they... which honestly made this run, it, at the start I thought this run was kind of um, slow, a slow burner. Because I didn't think it was, after, after, the, after the events of the last series, which felt like it got up and running pretty quickly, this one felt more like a slow build to something. And I still think hmm. it, I still think it took a while to get to the point.
0: Yes, um, I the one big disappointment for this uh, this run for me was that it doesn't feel like it's a continuation of the cliffhanger from the the first one, the first run, because it was left ambiguous as to whether Ritterstahl and Anne were still alive. Right. All the other members, save for I forget his name, but he was the guy who was, was, was forever. Yeah, he was the narrator and he was the guy who was forever snorting coke and imagined he had this um, this owl guiding him. Right. And he, he set up an academy like uh, 40 years later for people who would obviously go on to join the Order. It was obviously inferred that he is also immortal and um, that's not really been brought up. That that kinda of felt like a red herring ending, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hopefully, yeah, yeah, that didn't really get followed up on. So yeah, that's definitely something that uh hopefully comes back around at some point and isn't just left left hanging.
0: But no, it's it's really nice to see this, this team kind of form together. Um, obviously having its the Francis Bacon already established, this one Russian guy
1: Who is <laughs> the most
0: Russian. The most the, the most Russian guy. Very manly mustache. Um, mother Proud but um, he, obviously then a few people just formed together and um, Anna was hanging about somewhere Ritterstahl had to get a new body um, which he's just got actually, it look, it basically just looks like a bigger, more beefed up version of his, his set of armour from last last run
1: yeah, because he's got to hide under armour because people can't know
0: people can't know he's a robot, as if one big glowing eye was an indication
1: um, um, I do want to say I, I really think this is a great fit for John Burns. Oh, because this this, this this like mashup of like um, of um, oh, what what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say this mashup of like historical uh, historical setting and like slight techno like thing is it, it, it definitely is in that wheelhouse of like Nikolai Dante.
0: Yeah, mild steampunk, I guess you would... It's not full-on steampunk with the whole goggles and gears everywhere thing, but it's um, got a kind of...
1: Because when he would draw Nikolai Dante, he would always go more towards the historical like setting, more so than um, Simon,
0: Simon, Fraser. Simon
1: Fraser, who would go more towards
0: the techno side of things.
1: Yeah. So this definitely feels more of a fit for him.
0: Indeed. He can draw a period garb very well. Yes. Everybody, everybody looks the part. And that's the cool thing about it. Um, uh, everybody just looks... Not like Rad. There's, there's gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous use of colour. Um, it's, like, it's like you've got the the one Irish guy with the bright red hair. Oh, yeah. The brightest. The, the brightest red hair. Every single like, night, day for night scene that you have. That's the one. He doesn't even
1: have, like, lines for, like, his hair, his, uh, shoot. He doesn't even have, like, um, hair. Outlines? Yeah, the hair doesn't even have outlines. It's just a blob of bright red.
0: Yeah. I think, I, no, I think that's a pretty cool design choice. It makes it pop. Sure does. So but yeah, this is another
1: series. I'm definitely curious where it's going and what it's going to do. This definitely feels like it's a th- this series definitely feels like it's going to be of a three-parter variety, where it's definitely going to have a third part. I don't know if it's going to be a conclusion, but it's definitely going to be the end of like an arc
0: of sorts. Yeah, I'd like to see it become like a more frequent thing. Yeah, I
1: I do suspect this this chap this this uh this second run is going to end on a it'd be an Empire Strikes Back type ending.
0: Oh, th- like, the queen we see here isn't actually the queen, and there's even a, there's an even bigger one somewhere?
1: I, I th- um, well, wait, I think that's, that. what do you, I think you're two issues out now. That's the latest issue, right?
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, sorry, I forgot you weren't completely... Yeah,
1: I, I'm one, I think, it, excuse me, I think I'm one behind you. Um, okay. I haven't got to the queen, I've only just gotten to the part where, uh, is- Isla is, uh, seeing her people instead of the monsters in front of her.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um... But yeah, my my I sus- suspect that things aren't going to end as well as the first book.
0: No, well, the first book didn't end particularly well.
1: Yeah, it's considering most of the cast
0: members got killed. Yeah, off. mostly everyone died. Yes, you're right. But uh, I think I have a bit more investment in the in the uh, the team this time because we've seen their journey, everyone's journey. Whereas last time it was just basically a bunch of old guys going on their last mission. The only new. Member was obviously um, Anna. Anna. Uh, we got to know Ritterstyle quite a bit. Um, Whereas this time, this time, it's mostly
1: an established group who's been. Yeah. Seems to be together mostly for a while.
0: Well, again, the red haired guy. He's he's new to the group. Then there's also the um, the the Queen's agent who's pretty sure is like, like got ADHD or autism yeah, or he's, something he's, similar to that. Yeah, he's definitely got something going on. I actually, like he was, I,
1: actually, I actually thought he was a robot for a while
0: that would be a cool twist I would reckon or he's like some kind of worm agent possibly or an alien
1: that's a, yeah I either thought he was an alien or a robot
0: that would be cool this that this is kind of the thing is the the order has its own um mythology going on right but it's one of those mythologies that you'd really like to see kind of like gelled in with other kind of genres yeah so you could see it like added on with
1: One one thing I've gotten confused about is where this future technology is coming from because at first I thought it was because reality the walls of reality we were getting like weakened and like that's why they had the robot and the guns is that they'd like fallen from the future. Now it seems like they've always kind of been around like uh, mm. like red seas like this like lost like secrets of like fallen like empires that have fallen. Yeah.
0: It's like civilizations that have come before humanity. So that's they're, um, like they're
1: from the past rather than the future? So I'm not really sure exactly what the significance is of of the technology being in this time period anymore. I, I hope yeah. that gets cleared up a bit.
0: No, it, it definitely has a very interesting set of um, world building going on. Um, it's its own unique vision, which I think is pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, pretty yeah. unique. Uh, the worms make for cool bad guys. I am invested in all the characters. The art is fantastic. It's got a pretty nice pace going on. I did think the first like four or five parts were pretty sluggish, but uh, it's picked up nicely. Um, you know who everyone is. You know what their motives are, except for perhaps the Russian dude. Yeah, um, he's there. He's the muscle. He's the muscle. He's, he's yeah. He's there to do the job. Um, don't touch his mustache. But. Um, it's uh, yeah it'd be interesting to see in another month or so's time where it goes what will happen to it because as you say it feels like it's part two of a three part series uh i i, I suspect would like to see it, could it I, go on further
1: i would like to see it as a regular uh, a regular strip that just shows up you know periodically hmm be nice There's to have it like twice a year instead of once a year
0: yeah as a sh- uh, yeah, twice a year is like a shorter serial.
1: There does seem to be a lack of stuff that shows up twice a year now. Honestly, when you think about it as, as like a whole, there aren't that many series that appear more than once a year, unless it's something like Grey Area or... Uh, no. Nah. Syndex would do it for a while. Sinister Dexter, right.
0: So it's mostly AbNut stuff, actually, now I think about it. um, I think Absalom, for the first couple of years, had a couple of runs in the same year.
1: Maybe. Been but, able, um, I'll check that. Absalom, but no. Absalom should be coming back soon.
0: Oh, yeah. We, well, we haven't had one this year. Uh, other than the, the one in the... Uh, yeah, Prog 2000 and whatever it was, because it was the end of year one. Yeah. Other than that, nah. Not, we haven't had an ongoing Absalom for about two or three years now. So.
1: No, we had one last year.
0: Oh, yes, we did. We did. The one I was thinking of was the one where... Um, all the things from, like, ancient Britain just kind of burst through into uh, London. Oh, yeah. That that was two years ago. Yeah, that was. I, c- I completely forgot that the um, the one we actually talked about on the podcast, for God's sake, um, happened. Yeah, that was the one. In, yeah, that was. I will come to Absalom and come to it. But, yeah, that's another one I'd like to see come back. Uh, but The Order, fantastic. Absolutely loving it.
1: Definitely enjoying it. Definitely the sort of thing that 2080 presents the best. Indeed. I'm glad it's here.
0: And you can't go wrong with John Burns.
1: And, and Keck W., he's a guy who, who who I wish we saw more of, because whenever he turns up, he turns out something decent.
0: He does. And I'm not so keen on his dreads, but whenever he does do, like, his own thing, his own future shock yeah. or whatever... They're, they're reprinting yeah.
1: his uh, Angel Zero next month in the Meg.
0: Which uh, the- now, you see, I didn't like Angel Zero. Ah. Uh, well, we'll, we'll come to that when that gets reprinted, but... Uh, I wasn't too keen. All right,
1: so let's uh, get into the lightning round and wrap this up.
0: Um, we're gonna do two, we're gonna do
1: a weekly shonen jump first, uh, just to switch things up.
0: Uh,
1: okay, I'll start. One Piece. Ah, uh, that was a twist. It was. <laughs> I, I was. I I legitimately was surprised that the whole samurai thing actually had a payoff.
0: Well, this was something that obviously started way back, like before the English jump even started. Oh so I um, I guess
1: I don't know much about the plot line, so
0: Oh it it started like when they were on the Fire and Ice Island Punk Hazard. This was years ago. Um like when I first started reading One Piece regularly. Um so yeah, it was nice to see the payoff. I, I didn't see the twist coming that the the ninja actually was on the island. But but that just makes me like the island inhabitants even more.
1: Yeah,
0: they're a nice bunch, and once again they feel like they're going to be future allies for the Straw Hats. Like he's, Luffy's building up a little army, yeah. a little that he doesn't realize he actually has yet. Yeah, he's really bad at that. Yeah, he just wants to have an adventure. He doesn't want to get into any of these into pirate wars. Uh, he doesn't care about any of that, but he keeps getting dragged along into it anyway. <laughs> World Trigger. Um, continues to do its thing. Yeah, it's still kind of ticking over right now. Yeah, I'm enjoying the current invasion a lot more than the last one. This feels a little less monotonous.
1: But it's not dealing with any of the main characters. Like, all these side characters.
0: Yeah, but aren't... This is the thing that kind of blows my mind at how stupid it is. They've got this rank war going on in the middle of an invasion.
1: Right, they're trying to keep a a pretense of nothing's wrong.
0: Yeah. Why just... Just cancel it. You've got invaders in the bloody headquarters. That should be the point where you just say, Mm. "Yeah, no, stop." (laughs) Yeah, Uh, World Trigger is stupid. (laughs) It's stupid, but it doesn't offend me. I I can enjoy reading it for what it is. It's a sci-fi channel movie. If you know why, if you only better, only better animated. Only better animated. That is true. It does. Better CGI. (laughs) No. Uh, It's it's consistently entertaining, but it's also sometimes mind-bogglingly stupid. Uh bleach.
1: Why ass slap cat girl? Why ass slap cat girl?
0: (laughs) Why (laughs) ass slap cat? Why, 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 (laughs) why? Stupid. Oh my god. This this Uh, this is
1: when when you have to just roll your eyes.
0: I I was I was so embarrassed reading no, it. As no a long one time, even
1: saw you, and you were still embarrassed.
0: Yeah, as a long-time Bleach fan, it's... oh uh, the fan service in Bleach is not consistent. It's not like I I don't know some other series I can name,
1: like 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 uh, Evangelion.
0: Oh God, yeah, it's not it's not there all the goddamn time, but when it does turn up, it's so jarring. It just takes you completely out of the story. And why did Kubo feel the need to put the title card on one of your Richie's ass cheeks? Ugh. Why? Why? <laughs> why? Why? Oh, no, not the best month for Bleach, I'm afraid, especially considering the fact that um, Askin Navara is once again so over the top. So it's like, nothing's gonna kill this guy,
1: yeah, I know right you 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 thought they were they, they finally had the upper hand, but it turned out it wasn't upper hand enough
0: no I know, I know uh it's just every it's like the villains are consistently brilliantly designed and it's just fun and like to read, but at the same time, I don't have one hundred percent investment in the series anymore right. It's just me reading it for loyalty's sake. I'm, um, I'm
1: just reading it for the action scenes because they're fairly well choreographed.
0: Oh, yeah, they are. You know where everyone is. And Kubo, I will admit, is a very well-accomplished artist.
1: And that uh, um, that, uh, that movie did where he put the the ring through the guy's eye, that was the, the sort of, like, really kind of clever, brutal, brutal-like brutal action that I like. Oh,
0: yeah. I, I, I can't kill you all in one go, so I'm just going to take you, like, little bits at a time. But... <laughs> That's kind of like his style that I like, and um, then obviously Urahara has to go and pull out his Bankai, which is just such lazy writing. Um, because this has been a, I don't know. Obviously, you've not been reading Bleach for as long as I have.
1: No, I haven't.
0: Urahara, Urahara uh, Hat Guy was like the first um, kind of like Soul Reaper we actually met.
1: Oh yeah, was he? So, was he always a a, a gross le- uh, lech? Or um,
0: uh Dirty... Not, not, not to start with, he wasn't. The funny thing with Yora Ritchie is because it's like, oh, she's a cat girl. When she was introduced, she was actually a cat. Oh. She was a talking cat. Oh. We didn't know she could turn into a person. And then it was about 100 chapters later, she actually turned out to be a person. That was a cool twist. That was funny. That was when I actually cared about Bleach. These days, I'm just kind of like... She's dressed like that one cat character from Darkstalker.
1: Oh Felicia. I, yeah,
0: I don't I, I I don't know why Kubo's obviously been playing a lot of Capcom recently. <laughs> um, I <laughs> I don't know. But um it at least the art is nice. I can still really like Bleach just as like a visual yeah kind of like experience. And it, it at least it doesn't take up as much time as Naruto did.
1: Yeah, it is definitely, you know,
0: shorter, shorter chunks. mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: My, My Hero Academia.
0: Uh, continues to excel.
1: As Judge Dredd once said, who's going to mess with us?
0: It, yeah. that uh, Midoriya at this point, what I like is Midoriya's not actually fighting at this point. Yeah, he is. He is so past fucked. <laughs> he is actively relying on other people to help him. And that's what I like. It's not, oh, it's like, oh, I'll just... Wait five minutes and oh look, my injuries have gone. I can fight again. It's like no, he's 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 fucked.
1: They gotta they gotta put him in the healing chamber for the next hundred chapters.
0: Yeah. But um oh once again this is actually an instance where I think hero academia excels above its competitors in that I actually remember who most of these characters are. Yeah, of course. I remember um obviously Shoji turns up, he's the tentacle dude. He's big, bulky and can take a lot of hits. He's cool. Shou- he, can, he doesn't really, have a
1: really weird in design. It took me a while but, to realize like his head is like missing.
0: He's only got eyes yeah, and hair and he reproduces his mouth and nose and stuff through those tentacles. He has, which is a cool power. Um, tokiami has gone mad. Tokayami is awesome. He is. The... Oh God. He just completely KOs moonfish. Good
1: grief. That guy, he didn't stand a chance.
0: No, and the thing is, when Moonfish first turned up, I thought, this guy's going to murder some kids.
1: Of course, he's, got, he's weird. He had teeth
0: powers, I think. That, oh, that made me cringe. That was so, like, is that like anything to do with teeth in, like, horror movies. It's just kind of like, no, I, I, I was, ugh, made my skin crawl. Um, but then we've obviously got the whole thing with Cannibal Girl turning up. I can't tell if she's Cannibal Girl or if she's a bloody necrophile. At she's just um, likes drinking blood. <laughs> ah, she seems to be way too into beating up guys for it to just be that. But, um... Oh, I want to talk about briefly this thing that's been going on in Academia for a while now. I'm not 100% invested in uh, Midori and Uraraka's kind of on-and-off love kind of thing that's yeah. been developing for a while. Yeah, that's
1: kind of like a
0: cliché yeah i think it's being dealt with better than it could be but at the same time i feel like it's just coming up every now and again as just like a reminder of they've got this mutual thing going oh she's on got a crush
1: it. don't forget well, she's and got a crush. he has as well yeah
0: it's like a mutual thing i'm cool with that but at the same time it's just kind of turning up for turning up's sake um that being said i did like it when this 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 uh, new girl toga she says oh i've got a thing for guys who were." Uh, completely messed up and covered in blood and bits of bone sticking out over the place. It's like, oh, who's the messed up guy, most messed up guy about? Hmm. Obviously Midoriya, because his arm's like, I don't know, it looks like being through a cheese grater. Yeah. So I don't know. I like that. I also really like the fact that um, there's still one or two villains who are unaccounted for. This magician dude's interesting.
1: Yeah. Magic, magic in this universe is interesting to me because of the way quirks work. So I kind of wonder if it's actual magic or is just like an extension of like willpower. Yeah, or he's
0: he's just doing this as like a personality. This yeah. is like his this is his shtick. I reckon he can like compress people into like those little balls that we had. Ooh,
1: yeah. But yeah.
0: that but that's like like I don't know. That's not magic. That that's ridiculous in comparison to the logic in the universe that's been established. Yeah. Though I, I don't know what's going to turn out with this. He could be a complete hack.
1: Ba- go does not like this scenario where they're after him and he's got to be protected by other people. Oh, yeah. He's just
0: like, he's interesting because I would normally hate characters like him. Yeah.
1: The guy for who's the angry kind of, for angry's sake.
0: Yeah. But I, he's so excessive, I actually kind of like him. Yeah.
1: I, I I think the villains want to like turn him into a villain, but I don't think he's going to have any of that. It's
0: not going to work. It ain't going to work no.
1: because he's too headstrong. He's too.
0: Yeah. I actually listened to in volume seven of the series that's just been released. There's actually an audio drama. Yeah. Which is like an original story. Yeah. It's not an adaptation. Was
1: it translated?
0: Um, there was, there's a transcript. It's on SoundCloud. I'll email it to you, but it's, it's pretty neat to have because it's an original story. Um, it's the same voice actors who are going to be on the TV series. Oh, cool! So that's nice. Um, but it's it's pretty cool. It, as I said, here academia at the minute is excellent. It's my jam. Oh yeah. Uh, what was the next one? Oh, One Punch Man. It's still excellent. Um,
1: yes. This, the the disen- Oh, uh, that's right. Um, was it Metal Bat's sister brother?
0: Uh, little sister, little sister yeah, turns
1: both. up and disengages. I did not expect that.
0: No. Even though it was like kind of like the cliffhanger of the last episode, I thought he was just thinking that in his head.
1: Um. Yeah. This whole arc's been kind of interesting, just mostly because Saitama hasn't been involved in it at all.
0: No. I get the feeling now we've had this break from him. He's gonna. We're gonna focus back on him now.
1: Yeah. Someone's got
0: Someone's got to punch that centipede. Yeah. <laughs> but he's in this tournament, isn't he? He's gone to... We haven't, um, yeah, they haven't
1: even got to that yet.
0: Yeah, he's, he's in stereotypical shounen uh, trope number 265. There has to be a tournament.
1: That he's going to basically just kind of uh, tap a finger on and everyone's going to go, well, what was that?
0: Well, it was, well it's like it was, having recently watched the anime again, that was like what happened when um, one of the tank tops confronted him. <laughs> he just bent his knuckles back and it was like instant submission. <laughs> Man, I'd love it if one of the tank tops just turns up in this arc because those guys are awesome.
1: Yeah, I mean, didn't, didn't, um, what's his name? Not Garo, the other one, um.
0: What's his No, it was Garo. Didn't he already he, go through the tank, tank tops? Hmm? Didn't he already, like, go through the tank tops? Yeah, he did. Uh, I think he did. I think there's more of them, though. There was, like, only four or five turned up to, um, take him on. Yeah. Including Tanked Up Master, who's properly out of it at the minute. Um, I'll tell you what I am looking forward to, though. The reveal of Watchdog Man. Ah, uh, what? This guy's been, like, talked about for ages. It's like, is he going to be ridiculous? Is he going to be awesome? What's his stick?
1: He's a kid in a dog suit.
0: He's going to be yeah. amazing. <laughs> that seems to be the logic in this universe. The more ridiculous you're dressed up, the more awesome you actually are. The more benign and stereotypical you're dressed up, you're not actually that big a deal. Food Wars. Uh, continues to do its thing. Um this and one is incredibly enjoyable.
1: I'm legitimately wondering if um Ryo is gonna lose because he's a main he, I I see him as a main character, so it'd be kind of weird for him to lose this.
0: Hmm. Uh, now I get the feeling he's not going to because the these new characters have been introduced, the um Central chefs. He's really, the th- really into heat. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of interesting. Is um, each this is another instance in which a large cast is actually quite easily distinguishable. In that it's if you can't necessarily remember each character's name, right. It's at least manageable to remember each individual based on their preference in cooking style, right? Exactly. This is this is actually kind of an interesting way of getting around a large cast. Um, and for what it's worth, it's working. I really do like. Uh, it's like Alice turns up again with um. Oh Christ, what's his name? Rio.
1: Yeah, Rio, the guy doing the cooking. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, the guy who
1: puts the headband Rio, on. Rio, he I
0: find it. An in- the guy who puts the headband on and becomes super serious. Alice hasn't done jack shit in the series since I've been reading it, and I don't care about her. <laughs> so why is she even here? She's the comp It's like I don't care about any of the yeah. I don't care about any of the Nakiris. It's probably the least interesting story arc in the series. Wait, but it's it's still the underlining theme that's going on because obviously, um, Nakiri's dad is like now taking over the whole. Oh school. She, she, wait a minute! She's also his daughter. No, I think she's like um, his niece or something. It's like um, Alice Nakiri and... Oh, Christ, I forget her name. She's always referred to as Nakiri, but she's like the, the main female the, lead. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, I think they're like cousins.
1: Oh, okay, I hadn't caught that part.
0: Um, but, um, Azami. Azami, yeah. He's obviously taken over the whole place, and he's an interesting villain, I think, who would kind of broken view on... I, I, I don't know, just the world in general. Um but uh, he's obviously brought in this new group and they're all sick and twisted like him they're it's all the, it's yes <laughs> they are kind of um they're all pretty tough um but they're also kind of like egotists with really bad personalities so i get the feeling they're just going to be like arc driven characters and we'll see them less, and less. tripped over at some point yeah because i do get the feeling at this point it's just um um Soma Rio and a few other characters who are like the, the Megumi who are like the central concept and it's not really gonna change from there. Yeah. I do feel like it's amazing to think that Food Wars has now been in the, the magazine for two years. Huh. That's that's mind blowing, um, considering I was reading it before it even entered. Um But no, it's it, it's it's still really enjoyable. I still really like Food Wars, even though it's the kind of series that I probably shouldn't enjoy as much as I do. I certainly can't think of, like, before I started reading it, I'd ever enjoy it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, neither. It's definitely a series that is... I wouldn't have picked it up in single volumes. Oh, no. Which is why I'm glad it's
0: in here. Uh, Black Clover.
1: So, uh, Light's definitely a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Figure that out.
0: Yeah, it's, um... Uh, Black Clover... Uh, Black Clover went in the direction I wished it hadn't done. the The story here should have ended when Light was defeated. Right. Instead, he had to go and bring in like the reinforcements of the three guys. Round two. Who, uh, yeah, and then obviously three new captains turn up, and it's just kind of like we've been in this goddamn cave for months.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of hope the next I- issue will wrap it up quickly yeah that they'll yeah. that they will re- retreat and they'll be able to uh you know pick it up later but yeah i, I agree i think that should have been the end
0: mm. it was interesting i think to obviously have these new um super strong villains turn up and they are an interesting group um the guy's you got, got the guy, metal teeth yeah metal, yeah <laughs> you got you you got saber tooth from x men um Daenerys from Game of Thrones for some reason. <laughs> um, yeah, figure. And uh, oh, she does. Copycat. She
1: does have a dragon on her shoulder. That's hilarious. Yeah, that was that was the first
0: thing I thought was just like, Danny, what are you doing here? Um,
1: and a guy who just kind of duplicates what you do. He like re- yeah re- replicates.
0: One thing this arc has solidified for me though is that Yami is my new favorite character. He is awesome. Yes, he's super meta. He, he's just—he's a constant stream of jokes. In that he's—he's he, he's this typical tough guy bravado, but he's super sensitive when someone steals his magic. I keep—I keep expecting him to like get wounded or something. Well, he did at the end of this one. Oh, that's because, true. Um, and then obviously these three other guys turned up. Who I seem to remember, two of them were part of the invasion story. Um, yeah. but um. That's not important. I don't know who this other guy is. This weird with the tongue and the finger. tongue. No, no, it's um, yeah, it's. Ah, uh, I don't know. I am liking Black Clover once again for what it is, but it's not. It's not challenging reading.
1: So meanwhile, in Ezekoi, uh, Jughead uh, Kuhn is <laughs> getting interested in uh, Marge
0: Chan. Oh God. <laughs> Oh, God. I fucking hate (sighs) Nisakoy. Oh. I... Yeah. Hang on, who's Jughead?
1: Who's Jughead? The the friend. The glasses. Oh, that dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah, now you see, I completely omitted him from my memory because he's the token perfect character. Maybe he's more of a Reggie. I'm not sure. Possibly. It's been years since I've read any Archie. (laughs) But... um. Yeah, oh god, Nisekoi sucks. Um even and it's, like, it's funny, these two characters, um who are now the focus of the current story arc, were the most interesting for a while. They were actually in the one story in I actually liked, which was about this one. Oh, about
1: her about her grandfather dying.
0: A granddad that was the yeah, that, one yeah. story I actually liked. But they're still horrible people. Yeah. I, d- I don't care about this series because it's just about horrible people doing horrible things to each other. Yeah, and not in a battle royale way. It's it's no Hunger Games, <laughs> but it's oh god, yeah, it's it's just a bad bad series at this point. At least it seems to be ending. Thank merciful God. Thank merciful God. Seraph of the End. Uh. uh <laughs>
1: I actually can't remember what happened last chapter.
0: Uh, well, I vaguely remember, but it was, once again, just following up on the whole time skip thing. Basically, what it was, was we got introduced to what the vampire kingdom was like outside of Japan. Oh, that's right. We saw it in Germany, where it's all smiles and sunshine. Yeah, they actually have some kind of society going on here, which is like the cattle are allowed to think they have freedom. Right. And which is a cool idea. Japan
1: kingdom's right fuck, so you gotta go beg for help.
0: Yeah japan's is fist of the north star germany is the guy don't know fourth reich i don't know yeah
1: i think that's i yeah i kind of think that's what they were swinging for um but yeah that that's right that chapter was mostly we kind of got to see things from the vampire side for a little while which is actually kind of interesting now that i reflect back on
0: it yeah but then the the cliffhanger just took us back to pretty much where the last cliffhanger was once again with uh you being all like still demoned out, and uh, Mika still alive, even though he shouldn't be. Um, yeah, we we need to get back to the main crew after this one because we're starting to focus on vampire politics a bit too much. Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, okay, Blue Exorcist.
1: Um, honestly, it's in the middle of things. Kind of, there's another chapter next month that hopefully will move things forward. I mean, they'll probably find a way to save her, you know, before this is out. Yeah. I... Break, break the cycle somehow.
0: I'm liking the the backstory for sure as kind of like um, f- um family history
1: yeah
0: how it's obviously tied to this one demon and each child born is a daughter and each one is identical and she she was like
1: she was like the first one to like leave and see the outside world
0: yeah uh this 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 demigod is uh, a twisted individual he obviously wants to keep her for himself because he doesn't have any worldly possessions uh you can't keep a human alive forever, so he's got this whole kind of spell thing going on that's um keeping things together, yeah which is um yeah kind of a twisted idea i think he's he's definitely a seedy unpleasant uh concept for a villain um cool design, everything, very obviously very powerful. Um but once again I I just kinda feel I'm still a little bit behind on my blue exorcist reading. So yeah. not one hundred percent reason why I should care about Shura as a character or what's gonna happen to her.
1: Alright, I think that's all the uh, jump titles. Um Uh overall I think things are you
0: know good. Yeah, good. Um Several titles obviously stand out. Hero Academia, Punch Man, One Piece. Um, Food Wars is really good right now. Line
1: Clover is entertaining. Uh, Bleach is also entertaining for Days. it is. World, world Trigger seems to swing depending on how long it decides to dwell on one thing.
0: And the two monthly titles are as good as you would expect. Yeah. I, I think my main problem with the two monthly titles is, is obviously why it's sometimes it's difficult to recall what the hell is going on. Yeah. Is because it, it has the same mentality as a weekly title. But, like, you, you, you cram the same amount of material into a single monthly issue as you would into a single weekly issue. Yeah. It, it's not acting like an American monthly comic where it, everything's kind of more compressed.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree. And, and it, it does feel like it, it runs about as slow. It, it, basically, if you ran the same thing as a weekly, it wouldn't read any differently.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's my one problem with the uh, the two monthlies. Yeah. I think uh, at some point I might just start, you know, skipping them and then reading them in uh, almost like chunks. Almost like a quarterly. Because ever since D Grayman came back as a quarterly... um. It's been absolutely perfect. Perfect timing for a series like that.
1: We never got that.
0: I'm just no! That would turn I'm, up. I'm, you would have thought they would have done. It's a big seller for Viz. But, um, I don't know. they still got time, maybe. Maybe they're accumulating chapters to release it weekly, or monthly, or whatever. Could do, could do.
1: Alright, so uh, let's get on to the last uh, three 2080s, uh strips. Uh, we, Judge Dredd. Um... And, Ghosts
0: finished up fantastically.
1: I thought it ended rather quickly, uh, yeah. considering the build up to it, but yes. Yeah. Uh
0: it, it does seem to almost end up on like um, almost kind of like a joke, so to speak, is like this is how just department works, it's run on hypocrisy. Oh we'll shut down this rival kind of subsection that we haven't authorized because it's not in the rule book. <laughs> Well, what are we going to do with all these resources? I don't know. Set up another division. Uh, sounds about right. Sounds about right. Yeah, they've done it before, um, and that's actually kind of like the punchline at the end. Is kind of like, oh, well, that's what Badger was doing anyway. So Keep I okay. did authorize it, <laughs>
1: but now Judge Dredd knows about it, so it's okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's it's it, it was it was a good story. I really really liked it. Um, but this month, we've got a new story going by Rob Williams. Oh, yeah. Israeli.
1: Day Israeli. A lot of people didn't really like that jump to Day Israeli because they don't think he's a good Dread artist.
0: I disagree. I
1: do as well. I think he is an amazing Dread artist. I think he's an amazing artist in general, but I think he really gets Dread. Mm-hmm. He gets comedy Dread.
0: Yeah. And I think right now, after all the grimness that we've had for a good couple of years now, we need a pure comedy um, and Rob Williams gets the comedy.
1: He does. I think he. I don't think he quite gets Dread because all that stuff about Dread putting a gun in his mouth. I think that's a little bit outside Dread, but I think over, otherwise it's pretty good.
0: Yeah, I think if this was in every one of his stories, I would have complained. We didn't have anything like that all the way through Titan, or Enceladus, or any of that story arc. Yeah. So I think now we're back into like the comedy stuff. I can kind of let it go because it's gonna be inconsequential in yeah. terms of like the big story arcs it, it's, it's, it's just it's just fine. Rob Williams
1: does a really good job of writing Kleague though.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Oh the ambassador my sitter is amazing.
0: I I absolutely, I absolutely love the way he's been writing sensitive Clegg. One of the best um new supporting uh new mega sits uh yeah,
1: one of the best new mega sits <laughs>
0: Oh what I absolutely love was like at the end of his last story, the Chris Weston one, yep. he just took Avenger out into the cursed earth, like that. Oh we'll never see him again. It turns out he's set up in a muty camp and he's very, very popular. I haven't got that I'll get to that. Oh, was that not at the end of the Oh no it wasn't. No, God, I, I keep forgetting. I I'm, I'm sorry the dude. First
1: chapter. Is that um is that more did, did the second chapter end on another cliffhanger or was it only two parter?
0: Uh ends on a cliffhanger. Oh
1: good, so there's more.
0: Oh yeah, it, it, i think it's gonna be at least a four parter. Cool. Um but no it's 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 pretty sweet. It's nice to have. And um it's nice to see the Klegs depicted as anything other than um stereotypical monsters one oh one. ABC Warriors slash Robusters. Um uh, uh, yeah. uh, it's um uh, uh, not my cup of tea.
1: Yeah, it's not doing it for me at all. It's just, it's like, it's like he's, re- it's, it's it's one big retcon to be like, this is why the ABC Warriors are special. Yeah. It's,
0: uh, it's tinfoil hattery of the highest door. A lot right? of that, a lot of that too. too. Yeah, it's, oh, oh, it, it, it's lots of old big corporations are behind everything.
1: Absolutely. And hey, everything wrong with the world is a big corporation. I mean... Yeah. I mean, big corporations are bad. Yes. But this sort of like conspiracy nonsense is just unhealthy.
0: It is pretty much. It's whenever I see someone seriously say the Twin Towers was an inside job. Yeah. I just want to slam a history book down and say, "Dude, it was a
1: conspiracy by terrorists."
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's. uh, It makes my brain hurt. Oh, but jet fuel doesn't melt steel bars. Mm. Uh, That's... Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically what this this run of ABC
1: Warriors is. It's like, it's all of that. And it's it's just so... Just irritating to read.
0: Yeah. Which is a shame, because I know the ABC Warriors are a great vehicle for a good story.
1: Yeah, and they're visually appealing, and there's a lot you can do with it, but instead it gets bogged down in this sort of, like... Like... This social commentary, quote unquote, that mm. it honestly just it just that I don't see any mass appeal in that.
0: Yeah, and is it me or has the, every single run on the ABC Warriors for the last ten years been a um, a flashback? Oh, there's that too. Yeah,
1: because we just came
0: off of uh, the um, Volgan War arc. Yeah, but each. Store each arc of the Vulcan War, each book of the Vulcan War even, was a flashback. Yeah. Then you had Hammerstein's flashback, Return to Earth, um, Happy Shrapnel's flashback, Return to Mars, and now Rojo's flashback, Return of Robusters, And oh god, can we just get on with the story please? Yeah, please, please, please. It's like, it, it wasn't until this week that I even remembered that Vulcan... Is still out what, there. Is still, he's still yeah. out there. Vulcan is still out there. Black Blood's still out there. Metquake is still a wall. I completely forgot any of these things happened because all these characters have popped up in the flashbacks. It's I, I don't know. It needs to kick up the gear Yeah. Quick, yeah. pronto because kick, it feels kicking the ass. Yeah, seriously. I I, I hope hope this was the last flashback because if we end up having another bloody flashback about Steelhorn uh. I I will I will, <laughs> I will quit just oh for god's sake there's a character that was just ruined completely by being brought back oh. the,
1: the mess was better
0: the mess was so
1: much
0: better <laughs> good god Steelhorn or another bloody Joe Pineapple flashback oh god Let it end, but on a more positive note, Kingdom. Still excellent. Yes, this is the run that has made me absolutely love Kingdom. What clicked with What I think what clicked this time is the fact that I finally understand the correlation between um, what the humans are doing in this post-apocalyptic world and what jeans mob are doing the up until up until now i felt like there was some kind of disconnect between the two I see, I see. and and now that we finally have an explanation of what the orcs are what um the ulterior uh goal of the Ben is um the
1: story arc uh, his master's voice does a lot to explain the backstory of uh, uh what happened
0: mm. Yeah, I do need to pick up those first two trades. I, I intended to pick them up on the, the weekend sale that happened like a week ago. Yeah. But by the time I got to it they'd sold out and I was like, ah, feck it. Picked up the steel the stickleback trades instead. Ah. So, um, so
1: that's good. We should talk about stickleback
0: in the future. Uh when that comes back. Yeah. Uh, which I think is sometime soon. Should be. I wonder if it'll still Definitely, be called stickleback. I I it will be. I asked I asked um Disraeli and Ian that at uh, the Fort BubbleCon in November, and they said that it's still going to be called Stickleback. Okay. So, um, that's cool. I think they've, they've got one more series, and then I think that's it for Stickleback. All right. Interesting. So, yeah, because I think they're going to wrap that up, and then the duo are going to focus on Helium, um, which uh, is coming back, I think, this year. Yeah, Helium should turn up again around about November. Yeah. That uh, sounds about right. Um. So yeah, Kingdom great, ABC Warriors
1: yeah, not so great.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dread is consistently excellent, depending on who's working on it. Yeah. So yeah. 2008 is pretty on point right now.
1: Yeah, definitely,
0: definitely strong
1: period. It'll be good to it'll be good to see some of these series start to rotate out. Hopefully this month, just to see what the rest of the years got got to offer. Oh, yeah. Because I think the order should be coming to an end in a couple of weeks, and um, ABC Warriors hopefully is ending in the next week or two. Mm hmm. And...
0: Yeah. I'm hey, sure Warriors. Kingdom, I reckon, will go on as long as it needs to. I, I get a feeling it's got at least another four or five parts in it, because if this is endgame, it needs to
1: Need some room. Mm hmm. So um really quick, let's wrap up with just talking quick about Judge Dread magazine. Specifically, let's talk about the new uh uh independent uh creator-owned strip, uh Realm of the Dead. There's not a lot to talk about because the first uh chapter was pretty pretty light on content because it's mostly set up to the next part. Mm-hmm. These uh these um black metal band members resurrect this ancient vampire, I suppose. Yeah, ancient
0: kind of like Norwegian god thing. And
1: now he wants revenge on those who did him wrong in a previous lifetime, and then he pissed blood in this guy's mouth.
0: That is it. <laughs> that seems to be where the controversy has come from, which I think is totally out of proportion. I I thought something seriously awful would have was going to happen in it, but yeah, everyone was
1: saying, "Oh, I don't want this in my house. This is this is heinous. This is." And I said, oh, "Okay, I got to see what this is all about." Oh. Oh, okay, I, I get it's, it. It's I cool. get it but
0: yeah, considering we put up with three years of Bloody American Reaper and that was far more offensive in my opinion yeah. in, in just how
1: I do think they raise a an interesting was. point that they censor like curse words in in the interviews Oh interviews. Yeah, but they don't censor anything in the comics. I mean that's I think that's an interesting point. But that's more to the point where they probably should not be censoring the interviews. Mm-hmm. It should be. I,
0: I get the feeling that um, the the magazine, yeah, I get the feeling that the magazine's targeted at a much more adult audience than 2000 AD. I get the feeling 2000 AD is more for like 14 plus, right. And then the magazine is like full blown like adult eighteen plus. L- l- because here,
1: unless l- in... we forget, we've seen more than a few dongs in in 2000 AD over the years in both oh, St- yeah. Stone Island, Stone Island Two, a couple Slain. a couple of slains. I mean, it's, yeah, you know, it it, it it they they turn up.
0: Mm. I think the thing is with the thing is with the magazine as well is it's it's here in the UK it's bagged, so. That's that's how the floppy's in it, but it's also obviously it means that you can get away with a lot more by sticking like a, a warning on it yeah. and uh,
1: mature label.
0: Yeah, um, it's yeah, it and this is kind of like one of the examples of why it's perhaps necessary because there's a lot of blood in this story.
1: A lot of blood. Yes, yeah, so uh, but that's the thing. I, I don't think the outrage is the blood. The outrage is the dong and i mm. think that's you know that's sort of a the typical kind of um um outrage you get where violence is fine but quote unquote sex, sex isn't. isn't i think it, you know they they say that here over in the us that's kind of like our bag is that we're okay with violence but sex is bad but mm-hmm. i guess maybe it's so kind of a human phenomenon you know yeah that,
0: that kind of, is kind of weird i think um one thing I will say though is that the art is great. Oh
1: yeah, it's very clean, very, very, very. I was afraid of this. I di- I didn't know the artist, so I was afraid like because of the 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 the, the content, it was going to be like super dark, painted like. But it's got this it's... really good like open style.
0: I really like it. The, the art is by the former 2000 AD um cover editor. Oh no, Pi Par. Uh, that's it. He's 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 the guy who previously edited like uh, all the text on the cover and stuff like that. Oh. Okay. He he um stepped away from the role kind of September last year, I think. Mm. Uh, I think to focus on obviously now working on art.
1: You know he's kind of got a what's the word who who is it? It's um shoot he did like book for a button man he did uh gutsville oh um simping detective
0: oh Fraser Irving
1: he's got like a yes
0: he, he look he's got a Fraser Irving type of look to it yeah they're kind of like um. Lineless painted style. Yeah. A
1: lot, of, a lot of heavy inks. A lot of...
0: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it's... It's definitely going to be interesting. Do I like it as much as Demon Nick? <laughs> not really. Not yet. No, not yet. I think it could... De- it's better than American Reaper. And that's all that anything in the creator own slot could hope to be better than. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you can't do much worse.
0: No, it's uh yeah, it definitely has a lot of potential. But as an opening chapter, I am uh not one hundred percent sold. It will be interesting to see. Obviously, they mention all these kind of uh, mythological aspects, and uh,
1: yeah, it definitely seems to be moving towards like it's, it's going to be a revenge drama. I think so. I think we're going to see a lot of like things to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, should be a good little action story. I think. And- yeah. And just to wrap up, uh, that's the the accompanying Cinnamon reprint. Um, I actually had forgotten that this uh, Cinnamon story was actually not that bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, it had a really interesting idea about like uh, faster than light duplicates and whether or not the duplicates are people or not. I mean, it definitely felt like this series was building towards something, but it's definitely never coming back. So it it definitely, you
0: know. Oh, yeah, it's it's gone.
1: It's gone forever so it it it's, it's, it's forgettable because it never really got to anything
0: yeah uh tyranny Rex, in contrast um might come back and is actually I would like to see have a uh, a second or third shot at life, whichever way you think about it
1: yeah, and this last tyranny um, Rex story itself called the comeback was at the time suggesting that she and would, then sadly she yeah, would nothing be else and, and then she never you know never came back. Yeah, a bit like um, Devlin Waugh actually, which came out about the same time. Now I think about it,
0: has Devlin Waugh been uh, absent that long? Oh, it's almost ten years now. Good Christ! I know. I it... It was, you know. Yeah, I missed Devlin Waugh. That was that was a good serial. Um, but no, Tyranny Rex is fun. Uh, Yol is consistently good on art. I'm not familiar with this other dude. Oh um, you
1: mean in the uh, annual story in the Mac? Yeah, the uh the Dougie, Dougie Brave Braithwaite. I feel like we've seen him before. I, I definitely I, feel like... know, I definitely know the name. I just don't know the what else I've seen them do.
0: Mm hmm. No, oh, it's familiar. I just can't put my finger on what else he's done.
1: Um He didn't do he didn't do um that other John Smith story, the uh <sighs> I can't even remember the name. Never mind.
0: I don't think he did um, Indigo Prime. No,
1: not Indigo Prime. I'm thinking of... Um, let me see if I can find it on Barney really quick. It was re- it was he... reprinted in Extreme Edition a lot. Oh, Firekind. No,
0: not Firekind. It...
1: Oh, here it is. Uh, Reaver. But no, he... that was Harrison.
0: Oh, I see. Oh, yeah, I remember Reaver now. I've actually got a couple of back issues I picked up uh, with Reaver on the cover a while ago. Um, but no, that's... Um... No, I, I'm not familiar with this guy. But anyway, it, it, good story, as you would expect from John Smith. I haven't got a clue what it was about at first. Um, it was kind of
1: it was kind of weird because it's kind of
0: set back before
1: the uh, ex Machina story, when mm-hmm. when she was still a nun, yeah, in her religious order.
0: Uh, it, obviously, this was then chronologically like the first instance of like tapping into the web. Uh, the whole, um. Network through the the wireless that they connect into the back of your neck thing. This would have been her first expo- exposure to it, whereas for us it was obviously like it was fairly old hat. At least I think this was published afterwards.
1: Maybe it's hard to say. I don't know. Uh, I guess yeah. I guess this uh, Brathwaite guy he didn't do very much. He did a couple of Judge Dreds and that's about it. Mm. Yeah. So I guess I guess he's not just someone I had forgotten. He's just not. He was never very prevalent at all
0: yeah that's quite that's quite possible uh but no it was an interesting reprint and next month we have angel zero which i think is the first thing to have been reprinted in the floppy that um was actually published within the period i've been reading 2080 yeah so yeah that's 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 pretty um pretty weird yeah i've
1: had a few things wind up that way like um I think I, I, I'd read some of these uh, cinnamons, and I'd read
0: loves Random. Random,
1: of course, and yeah, stuff like that. So it actually wasn't, it's not that unusual for me. I know some people think it's too new. I mean, it was. I think it's about four years old now.
0: 2012. Yeah, so.
1: Yeah. Late 2012, so I guess less than four.
0: Yeah, just about. Yeah, that, that still feels a bit kind of like fresh, because I yeah. can remember yeah. bits of it. But um, I didn't I didn't much care for it. So perhaps a reread in one go will make me like. Well,
1: after these last couple of months, I got a theory going on. I think they're doing like an action girl theme this year with like these reprints. Because first, of course, we had Tyranny Rex, and then Cinnamon. Now to Angel Zero. I'm trying to think what else might fit that theme. Maybe maybe I
0: think I think they've got a bit more um, Venus Blue jeans that they haven't reprinted. Maybe some
1: Venus Blue jeans. Maybe some Durham Red we haven't seen yet. Yeah, possibly just a theory, just a theory.
0: Yeah, I think they've still got some um, Judge Karen stories that they haven't reprinted yet. She was one of those kind of knockoff Judge Anderson clones. But uh, yeah, who knows? Just looking at the adverts reminds me that I still haven't bought Sooner or later yet. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot that came out. I really need to get around to that. I love Brenda McCarthy. I Peter Milligan a lot as well, actually.
1: I don't know sooner or later. Yeah. Yeah. Did,
0: did I, I, Milligan do a Timehouse? Yeah, he did. Okay. That's one of those ones that I keep asking for a reprint of. So that's uh, kind of I, I don't really know much about it. I've just heard it's quite good. But then again, I I keep asking for Big Dave to get reprinted as well. So <laughs> I I probably don't know what's good for me. I want
1: second. I want Second City Blues. Oh, yeah. It's that Keck W uh, sports series, future sports series hmm. from 2004. But anyway, it's... so I think that wraps it up for us for Weekly Comics Monthly. Um, I think we've done
0: everything. Yeah, we've covered everything. Um yeah, pretty much everything is on top form at the minute. The um only things I would say are currently lagging a little bit are ABC Warriors in 2008. Yeah,
1: is Ness Koy and ABC Warriors right now is kind of the weakest links. In both.
0: Yeah. Well Nisa Koi was always the weakest <laughs> link. So. I don't know. I
1: can't tell you the last time I actually cared about ABC Warriors. It's it's like Slain. Whenever it turns up, I just kinda of go, Okay, here's a chunk that I nah. guess is just gonna be there for a while. I, mean, yeah, see, I, I even yeah. like I even like Savage more
0: than both of those. I don't like no, I really like Savage. So, so uh, yeah, Savage is my kind of story. So S-
1: Savage will be back later this year.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's always good to have Patrick Goddard in the prog. So yeah. that's something to look forward to. And hopefully, when we come back next time, Kometsu no Yeba will be part of the ongoing um, lineup in the jump. So might have a bit more to say about that next time. Yeah. Um, definitely needs something. Uh I get the feeling they're gonna keep it on just on the basis that they need something to fill on for assassination classroom. So
1: Right. Well we don't need well they don't really need it for space in North America yet, so I don't know if it's don't gonna we're right. gonna pick it up or not, but it may hang out in Japan for a
0: while. Yeah. Well, it's like they, they they held on to um uh oh, Kigami Gami for a little bit just because it, they needed something to fill the void. Did that finally get yeah. cancelled? Oh, that got cancelled after like four volumes. Oh, okay. It's unfortunate. So yeah, it lasted about the thirty, forty chapters, so about a year's worth. Not too bad. But...
1: Yep, everything's covered. All right. So that was another episode of Weekly Show uh week uh, weekly Show and jump. There's another episode of Weekly Comics Monthly. Of course you can always contact us at comics monthly at gmail.com. Uh you can comment on our website, uh guttertrash.net slash W C M, um, you can. I guess that's all. All the ways to contact us, actually. Um, yeah. And we always want to hear from you. I mean, if you got any, uh, if you want to send us an email, we may read it on the show, uh, or any comments or suggestions for us to like check out. I mean, we're always looking for more comics to read. And other than that, that's it for this episode.
0: Uh, yep. Yeah, thank you very much for listening once again, guys, and uh, see you next month.
1: Yep. See you next month.